Support for this episode comes from Viator. Experiences are what people love the most about travel. That's why Viator has over 300,000 bookable experiences, so there's always something for everyone. They offer everything from simple tours to extreme adventures. Plus, Viator's travel experiences have millions of real traveler reviews, so you have the information you need to book the best activities for your trip. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. One app, over 300,000 travel experiences you'll remember. Do more with Viator. All right, and we are live, and we are joined as always by, I'm joined by my co-host, John Sheeran and Dr. Hoji the Electric Smoji. And we have a very Yo. special guest. He is, by default, the only Andy Dalton fan left in Cincinnati. Logie Baker. He loves Andy Dalton like nobody has loved another man ever. He loves Andy Dalton the way Daddy loves Doritos. Yeah. Uh, no, I think Daddy loves Doritos more than any human does. So that's he uh... knows you well. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but but look. So we still don't have anybody watching the show. So guys, we can just relax and, and, and talk. Oh, now we have five people. Okay. This for us. Yeah. Hey, what's so, up, family? Yeah, so look. Andy Dalton signs with the Cowboys. $7 million, right? $3 million guaranteed. Backup money, clearly. The question maybe. is... Yeah, Logie. So tell us maybe why. Well, I mean, I'm excited for Andy Dalton going to the Cowboys because I I was thinking if I was Andy Dalton's agent, then why wouldn't you want to go somewhere where they obviously for whatever reason, and I think Dak Prescott is a good quarterback, but for whatever reason, they don't want to pay him the 40 plus million that he wants. So I think that Dalton is brought in so that he can apply pressure to either make Dak sign a more team friendly deal, or if he just plays through his franchise tag, then they can just let him walk and they have Dalton there. I think the reason he signed a one year deal is not so that he can go somewhere else next year, but he can get signed on if he next year as the starter, if they let Dak go. Why do you think Dalton didn't ask for $40 million a year? You know? If no one's going to pay him that much. No, Logie, please, Logie. What? Why he didn't ask the for 40 million Cowboys like for $40 that. million yeah, a year? Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's that's not even an issue. Like, he's just... He's it's more just money. In the... You always want the more money. Well, yeah, but yeah. Dalton's uh, not in a position to in, ask coach, for that. Look, look, look. Yeah. Please. For once... Logie and I agree. I, as a multimillionaire, let me tell you, never, never underestimate uh, the, 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 the evil of billionaires. Okay? This guy, this Jerry Jones guy, this guy's really evil. And I totally agree with Logie saying. This was a, uh, I'm trying to think of a polite way to put it. I, I want to use the word. A, how should we say, not nice move. I was going to use a bad word. Not nice move to put pressure on one of our really great QBs, which is Dak Prescott. And, and it's, it's very unfair to him to put him in this position, really, to put someone who looks like a starter but is willing to be paid as a backup. And that was the key with the Dalton signing, okay? It isn't. It isn't about Dalton possibly starting. It is 
about Jerry Jones being Jerry Jones. And it was definitely not cool. Well, I think that Dalton is in a position where if Dak Prescott tries to hold out or to uh, not want to play under the franchise tag, like a Le'Veon Bell situation, then I think it really is beneficial for the Cowboys that he could be the starter for the first couple games of the season, which all just adds into like what you're saying is I think it's all just pressure on Dak. Yes, I agree. I agree. And, 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 and you know what? It's, we've learned something from Philly. It's not bad to have a situation where your, your backup is decent. You have a good quarterback as a backup. That's a smart yeah. thing, too. I'm not saying that yeah. the move didn't make sense. Well, Logie, do you foresee a Nick Foles-type run for Dalton, Super Bowl MVP? No. I mean, you can't foresee that stuff, yeah. but I you was can't one rule of the it people. Out. No, can't we can't. We've ruled it out. I was okay. one of the people who wanted Dalton to be <laughs> that backup for Joe Burrow. No. And I think people that worried about, you know. But not the 17 million a year. Maybe 17 dollars. Maybe like no, I wanted them to cut him and then give him the exact same contract that Dallas just gave him. Yeah. To be our backup. But but they had to cut him to do that. Because of yeah. yeah. So they would have to cut and rehire him. Yes. Shout out to Matt Ledbetter for that idea. He gave me that idea. Yeah. So John, uh, here we are with Logie Baker. The biggest Bangor, uh, Dalton fan in the history of Dandy Dalton. I mean, even Andy Dalton, even you know Andy Dalton's mother they sometimes is like Logie, tone it down. They What's should that? put this man in a museum as the yeah. last Dalton fan. He should be the last Dalton fan, surrounded by glass. There yeah. should be buzzers going off when you want to touch him. I mean, let's be honest. Until like late in in you know uh, Joe Burrow's college career. Logie still wanted to give Dalton more chance. I know. He wanted to get, yeah. So my thing is this, Logie. You were saying Dalton's never had real coaching, real talent around him. Give him that chance and he still can shine. Why do you think he could be a star in Cincinnati but not in Dallas? Like, uh, you know, why don't you think he's good enough? Uh, you're putting words in my mouth. Yeah. yeah. Uh, okay, let's just I move on to John. John, yeah. Be smart. We need some smart. Yeah, we need, we need, this is stat. going very bad. This conversation. We need Please, some John. intelligent words quickly. Stat. Yeah. John, what do you think about my uh, theory that that it's to put pressure on Dak? I think we just need to look at the facts here. Um, Dak Prescott was placed with a franchise tag for some stupid reason. The Cowboys don't want to pay him, even though he's one of the best quarterbacks in the NFL. Uh, they kind of put themselves in the corner after they gave out and gave Zeke Elliott $50 million guaranteed to play a non-important position. Um, they have money to pay Dak, but they still don't want to do it for whatever reason. But I'm of the belief that this has nothing to do with Dak. I think if you sign Andy Dalton to a $7 million contract, up to $7 million, to be a backup quarterback, that's one of the best deals that you can get at an important position. I don't have a problem with that. I don't think it has anything to do with Dak. I I was surprised that he went to Dallas because I don't know anything about the Dak Prescott situation. I would assume that they would be working their tails off to get any type of deal done before he has to play on that franchise tag. Because if he does play on that franchise tag and he continues to be Dak Prescott, which is a top 10 quarterback in the NFL, surrounded by great talent, then his cost is even only going to go up even more. He's going to ask for well above $40 million guaranteed because in this time period, Reminder, Patrick Mahomes is going to get a deal probably. Right. He's going to ask for more than $40 million a year. Yeah. Deshaun Watson could be in that same conversation as well. There's no reason why the Cowboys should wait this out. And the signing Dalton has nothing to do with replacing 
Dak Prescott, Andy Dalton. I think this has everything to do with him being a backup close to home on a good roster if he has to play, re-enter the free agency market next year and maybe get something like what to, uh, the best case scenario to get something that what Ryan Tannehill did. And that, that's only in a special scenario where Ryan Tannehill ended up playing because Marcus Mario was bad. Dak Prescott's not in the same strata or Marcus Mariota is not in the same stratosphere as Dak Prescott. So I don't, I don't no. even think that's the situation. John, but John, okay, hold on, John. Dalton, what was it last year? I think in the middle when there he's like, why didn't they trade me? Like, okay, what do we get? Maybe a seventh round pick if we trade him before the trade deadline last year. Maybe but he was right. We should have. Well, here's my thing. Dalton said, why didn't he trade me so I could have a, a chance to a start instead of sitting behind Ryan Finley for what was supposed to be like five, six games at the time, right? What was it? How many games are left? Six games are left. No, eight. no, no. Eight games are left. Sorry. Eight games are left. He ended up sitting three games. My point is this. He was so upset. He's like, I want a chance to a start. Well, now he had the chance to go to, say, the Jaguars. You know, I, I hate to say it. I really didn't want to see it. But let's say the Steelers, where Roethlisberger is breaking down. He had a chance where there's a higher you know, opportunity for him to start. But he wanted to go home. So what, what is Dalton wanted to go like anywhere said, that this wanted is clearly him. This is clearly a backup deal. You know, Dak is going to be back. You know, so go ahead, John. He wanted to go anywhere that he was wanted. It was very, like the whole issues with Dalton potentially feeling some form of strife towards the Bengals organization. T- t- timing is everything. Timing is the one thing that screwed right. Dalton here. He the timing of his benching collided right at the trade deadline, so he and Zajan weren't able to work out any type of deal with another team. That was just unfortunate timing. The timing of all these other quarterbacks entering the free agent market. Well, mind you, Dalton wasn't a free agent. He was still under contract with the Bengals, and I think both sides realized that the best way for this to work out is if it was a trade. And they can't, and they took their time to try to get that trade. They did everything in their power to try to get that trade. Right. They almost did it with Chicago. They almost like I guess they were in talks to do with Jacksonville, but clearly neither team wanted wanted them as much as Chicago wanted Nick Foles and Jacksonville just wanted to go Gardner Minshew. Obviously, New England saw Dalton throw like four interceptions against them in December and said, We don't want any part of that. We'd rather go with Jared Stidham. The market for Dalton was was extremely low which was much lower than what many fans expected him to be because the NFL's opinion on Dalton has soured over the past four years because he, he only he waited like a day. He only waited like a day after he was cut, you know? Yeah, but he didn't go to the Jags, the Patriots, like people expected him because th- those were his most favorable p- places to go to compete for a starting job. In terms of just being a backup and on a low contract, he had plenty of suitors, and that's why he was signed early. But for what many people thought he could be this year as a guy who can compete for a starting job, that never happened because no. the NFL doesn't view him that way. Right. So <clears throat> I want to yeah. jump in. Uh, yeah. John, so you're saying that Dak Prescott is one of the best quarterbacks in the NFL. Yeah. Right? Unquestionably. And I have I have to bring up this. You're saying that the opinion over the last four years of Andy Dalton by the NFL has soured. Mm-hmm. However, we know that just at the beginning of the this year, People were talking about that he's still one of the top, you know, starting quality quarterbacks in the NFL. So I think you're saying that Patriots don't want him because of him throwing four interceptions against That's them. I don't think the Patriots don't want him because they're tanking for Trevor Lawrence. So I don't think he was ever in their uh I think that they want a backup situation like Ryan Finley versus Jake Dolagala so that they can get Trevor Lawrence. So, so he's saying, if so you want to hear saying, a really Logie's entertaining, saying, whoa, crazy, crazy. Logie's saying. Sorry, Daddy Oak. No, I'm sorry. I interrupt you. But that's what we do here. Is, yeah. Um, sorry if I spit. Yeah. Speak. But look. But, 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 look. I mean, 
Logie is saying basically, John. Let me just let me just summarize. He's saying Andy Dalton is so good that the Patriots couldn't afford for him to win all these games. No, he's not. That's the problem. No, he's not. John, please, no. John. Well, Wait. listen. Here's oh. but here's the more important thing. What did we know this week? We know that that uh, Marvin Lewis just took credit for all of Dalton's playoff losses, right? On yeah. Sports Illustrated, James Rapine shared that, right? So Marvin Lewis comes out, he says, look, all of Dalton's postseason failures are on me. Well, that leaves yeah. all of his regular season success as, as his, what he's due, right? And then you say the last couple of years, people like myself have been saying that, well, we have a bottom-ranked defense, we have bottom-ranked offensive yeah. line. Yeah. But here's the missing link that you might be missing in Dallas. Mike McCarthy, who oh, is yeah. a very good friend to oh. Marvin Lewis. Oh, no, no, this right. must stop. Can I just clarify something? Yeah, Hoji, please. Hoji's going to explode. I'm afraid John's going to leave the stream and Hoji's going to explode. Yeah, I'm about to explode. Yeah, so so first Hoji. I mean, the reason we can't accept Marvin Lewis's reasoning there is because we have eyes. We watch those postseason games. That's like me saying that I'm responsible for Daniel's horrible political opinions. I could say that, but we have ears and eyes and we see what happens. And with Andy Dalton, look, I love the man. I'm not saying that Marvin Lewis is right. What I'm saying is, is that Marvin Lewis went to his buddy Mike McCarthy and said, look, man, Dalton wasn't responsible for those postseason losses. That was on us. That was on the team. Mike McCarthy, who just paid Dalton uh, three to seven million to come and put pressure on Dak Prescott. Bear in mind, as of last year, as of last year, not, not this past season where the Bengals may or may not have been calling bad plays so that they could tank for Joe Burrow. Uh, table that. As of last year, Dalton ranked right between Deshaun Watson and Carson Wentz. And you're saying, John, that uh, Dak Prescott is one of the best quarterbacks in the NFL based on basically last year alone. Up until last year, Andy Dalton was debatably on the same level of Dak Prescott. And I think you put him in a good situation. He's really, on the same level. I'm really glad you brought that up because I yeah. actually did the research about this and I would like to um, hit me with some facts, brother. Yeah. Hit them hard. And I, I don't want to disparage Dalton any more than we've already done. So That's I want to, do I don't want to include 2019. So basically what I did is I split up Dalton's main important stats in the first four years compared to Dak's first four years. And then I did Dalton's next four years as well. And these are the statistics that we need to look at to clarify what makes a good quarterback a quarterback. So we're not going to go completion percentage. We're not going to go touchdown interception ratio. We're not going to go passer rating. We're not even going to go yards per attempt. Expected points added for play, QBR, and PFF grade. Th- these are the three stats that show the best correlation from year-to-year success to the quarterback position. In Dak's first four years, his EPA per play was 0.135. You, and th- that number might not mean a lot to people because they don't know what that means. But anything above 0.1 is basically top 10 quarterback level. That, that's that's what we've seen from 2006 to 2019 when this when this um, metric has been recorded. So 0.135 first four years of Dak's career. His average QBR, 68.2. That includes multiple years above 70. Average PFF grade, 77.7. Now, mind you, this is the first four years of his career. So in his first four years as the Cowboys quarterback, basically all stable years and two really, really good years, his rookie year and last year, he's shown to be an above average quarterback that's only getting better and only elevating as the team around him gets better. In Dalton's first four years, his expected points out of play, 0.074, half of Dak's number. 
Like that that's that's below average from 2011 to 2014. Average QBR was 50. Average PFF grade was 65.8. We've seen Dalton grow from those first four years because this is the next four years going from 2015 to 2018. Expected points per play just under 0.1. So right on the cusp of getting into, into that range, but still in the average range. The average QBR of 57.2. That's slightly better than his average QBR of 50 in his first four years, but not exactly on the level of deck. Average PFF grade was 76.4. That is close to deck. That is where you're seeing more context on a play-per-play basis, and that was improving for his first four years. But mind you, that was when Dalton was 20, 28, 29, 30, 31 years old. He had a lot more experience, a lot more age on deck in, comparing in those years. So we've never seen Dalton put year-to-year stats even close to Dak Prescott and Dak Prescott's younger, there's no reason why this debate should even exist. And, 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 and may I tack on to that? The danger that ex- has exist- existed in Cincinnati with being a little bit too pro-Dalton and a little bit blind to Dalton's faults. I want to remind everybody that we've needed an upgrade for a long time, okay? We saw what happened in 2014. We saw the game against the Chargers, the three turnovers, and yet, and I love McCarron, I do, but we had a chance to get, uh, you know, Derek Carr and Jimmy Garoppolo in the second round, and we missed that chance. And then in 2017, when a lot of us were already saying, look, Dalton's a nice guy and he's great for Cincinnati, but he's not the answer to our problems, okay? We get John Ross instead of Mahomes and, or Watson instead of Mahomes, okay? And these, this is crazy. This is sheer craziness this is absurdity so uh, I, I think we got to be more realistic about dalton's chances he's he's started his career as a backup and he's going to be the one the i already called him the greatest backup in the nfl he is because he's consistent because he's a he's a solid guy he doesn't make drama that's why no one wanted cam cam's a better quarterback but no one wants cam as a backup because of the drama well cam also you know the injuries but you know Oji, let, let me just real quickly um, I don't. I don't want to agree with Logie, but I want to appreciate Dalton if I can. Yeah, because I feel. Yeah, John, thank you for the stats. I'm sure at least two percent of our audience understood all that. Well, uh, I, I did. So I think it was yeah. me and John. Yeah, the audience that has the the PhDs or MDs, yeah. I'm sure a, a few of them understood. So, uh, but I just want to say what Dalton did do for the Cincinnati Bengals. What Dalton did, and, and Marvin Lewis, and A.J. Green, you know, they were all contributors, was we had a, a steady incline. You know, where we were going up, where we went from 9 to 7, 10 to 6, you know, 11 to 5, 12 to 4, whatever. Just keep going up uh, where, you know, we, had, we raised our expectations. And that 2015 team... Yeah, we don't know what happened, but I mean, people actually thought we were contenders. It wasn't same old Bengals. It was like this team can win. You know, they can really win, especially at home. We were very strong. And you know, I think that was something. I think if we're if we're trying to transition into just being a uh, just being a little bit more appreciative of what we got got, this was the most winning era of Bengals football. We we do appreciate. I think now after these last couple seasons, we appreciate the improvement from uh, the previous eras um, and hopefully that this is just the new beginning of the new era. Now, bear in mind, I come on as the Dalton guy, but I'm very excited for the Joe Burrow era. And uh, uh, you know, I'm very appreciative to Marv. I'm very appreciative to Andy and they've been, I think they helped get 
our team going in the right direction, things that people have been asking for for a long time as far as changes and how this team is run, um, we're starting to see them now. And I think that's what what you're uh, alluding to is that even though this era is ending that didn't end how we wanted it, I think that it was overall an improvement for our yeah. franchise. And, 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 yeah. and, and let me back, back away from something that I said a little bit. I, I said that Marvin Lewis can say he took credit for, for the, or, or took responsibility for the stuff that happened to Andy Dalton in the postseason. And, and, but we saw Andy and we saw how he doesn't step up in the postseason. Fine. But ultimately, this isn't the NBA. This is the NFL. It's a coach's game. The real question mark for next year is not Burrow. No. Mm. The real question mark for next year is can Zach Taylor coach? Because we don't know that yet. People talk about the offensive line. You can't getting a good offensive line is even harder. And John will say this: harder to put together than just getting one great QB. Uh, so uh, that, uh, that's not, what's that? Go ahead. Go ahead. Finish. But but I'm saying the real question mark is that is is the coaching. Will the coaching work out next year? And and I don't know if it will because no one's ever seen Zach Taylor coach successfully. It is. It, Coaching in the NFL is obviously imperative. I think we all recognize You're that. Muted. Oh, am I muted? I can hear you. Coaching in the NFL is imperative, obviously. Quarterbacks what matter the most. <laughs> it's the most valuable position on the field. It trumps value of any other position in general, and that's why I firmly believe that Andy Dalton is, is, was a top-five second-round pick in the entire 2010s. I think to get a nine-year starter, a three-time Pro Bowler at quarterback outside of the first round, that's rare, and that allowed the Bengals to be successful in the ways that they were. But also, I keep seeing people saying, "Would you rather have Dak for forty million or Dalton for ten million?" And the answer is always Dak for forty million. If right. you have the chance to yeah. to secure a top level quarterback for multiple years, you pay whatever you need to because the value of that is too tremendous. Yeah. But going back to but going back to this though, Dalton was a top five second round pick at the twenty tens. You know, John. I don't. Yeah. I don't, you know, I don't agree with that. Well, that's whatever. You have to yeah. look at the value of the quarterback position yeah. compared to other positions as well. <laughs> he's not the, he's not a top five talented player drafted in the second round. That's indisputable. But in terms of value, in terms of what he brought for that for that position, yes, absolutely. But at the end of the day, like you like you said, they were able to win a lot with Dalton. They were able to put a great team around him, and he was able to drive the ship. And I think I'm hell. I'm wearing an eighty Dalton jersey right now. I think what what they got for him was about as good as they can get, and that's a success. Whether or not you know the, the playoff success didn't come, the primetime games didn't come, the narratives and all that didn't come, and that and, and that's with a lot of factors as well. There's a reason why Andy Dolan's not getting another contract to be a starter because that's this is just who he is now. And but I think we can still yeah. appreciate what he did for what he was. John, you know, I gotta say that's the first time I've ever seen the Dalton jersey, and I'm guessing it's right after he was cut, so that was like three dollars at at at. at Always uh, looking no, for a deal, I, I paid, aren't we? Always looking for a deal, Daddy. You paid. Hold on, hold on, hold on. He's stop. Trying stop, to buy your jersey. Don't Oji, tell it to him. Oji, stop. He said he paid full price for that. So like eighty dollars or something. Something like that, yeah. So this was before you uh, knew football, I'm guessing. <laughs> this was actually before I was on the show. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that makes sense. Before we yeah. taught him, John's learned a lot on let the me, show. Let, let me yeah. just say. Let me just say. That we on this show, we focus a lot on Andy Dalton and on the Bengals situation. But it is a virtual prom, soap opera, days of our lives situation with NFL QBs right now. 
there is some crazy stuff going on. And there's other opportunities to get great quarterbacks. So if the Dallas Cowboys wanted to, there's a lot of stuff they could have done. I'm amazed at the craziness. Okay, you got so Rosen is 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 in is in is is a backup. You got Derek Carr is being threatened by possibly getting Aaron Rodgers. You got all kinds of crazy stuff going on right now, and and this signing of Andy Dalton was just last night. I mean, wow. What an exciting time, isn't it? I mean, despite the, 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 the coronavirus and all that, there's so much crazy stuff going on and so many moves going yeah. on in the NFL. Yeah, I mean, you look Can at... Can I say you know, that... Yeah. I'm, uh, I feel really, really bad for, like, legit hardcore Dak Prescott fans because, like, like John just pointed out, Dak Prescott is a good quarterback. Great. Uh, and, and I can't, jinx, jinx. I can't imagine one of the best. If it was completely like the opposite uh, scenario, if if somebody were, if Dak Prescott were to come and be right behind Andy Dalton, every time that Dak throws an interception or he has a bad play, my goodness, the the Dak haters are just going to be yeah. insane. And uh, we I, had I bit, have so we had much a bit of that with the nutsos here in Cincinnati with the whole McCarran thing. You remember that? Yeah, those McCarran guys were the worst. They were nuts. I mostly just meant you, OG. Yeah, yeah, I know. Guilty as charged, guilty as charged. But the, yeah, it's a really crazy situation right now. If you guys are following the whole thing with what's going on with QBs in the league, yeah. I mean, yeah, Cam Newton, Joe Flacco. There's a lot of guys that's still out there moving around. Yeah, and the, and this whole thing. Can we get there, Cam Newton to be our veteran backup? Why would he do idea. that though? Why would Cam Newton yeah. do that? There's a reason why he's still out there. I mean, look, I, can't I think hear John, Josh McCown, but I can see his face. You know, John, you're going to disagree. But I think uh, uh, Josh McCown, you'd probably be okay with. But I would be okay with Joe Flacco, too, to be honest with you. Because I, I don't think he thinks physically he can be a starter very no. long. Okay, let me explain. So, let me explain. But, but, he does, but he does have a lot to offer in terms of just handling the pressure, you know, with the Super Bowl run and yeah. the playoff run. I think he, he could teach a lot about handling the, the pressure of being a, uh, you know NFL QB. Support for this podcast comes from Smartwater. Life moves pretty fast. Are you drinking water that can keep up? Smartwater Alkaline has everything you need to stay hydrated, no matter where your day takes you. Whether you're pitching a tent or your next big idea, Smartwater Alkaline can help you perform your best. It delivers a pure, crisp taste that makes it the perfect chaser after a big workout. Elevate how you hydrate and pick up a Smartwater Alkaline today. To learn more, visit drinksmartwater.com. What, what do you do, think, John? What do... Wait, what, no, yeah. uh, oh, uh, what do... Uh, Andy Dalton and Nick Foles have in common? They're Christians? Yes. Yeah. We and, need a Christian. And, 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 Can and be the backup say, QB? Hold on. Yeah. You guys are going to think no. there's a crazy... Oh, uh, was that an actual question or a rhetorical question? No, I no, thought no, there was no. a punchline. He got the, John got my answer. These yeah. Christian QBs, oh, these man. very Look religious Christian QBs... McCown's oh, very Christian. So let me very Christian. And yeah. they are humble pie kind of guys. They're, oh, yeah. willing, to, they're willing to sit on, as second stringers and not cause drama. And believe me, right. as a second stringer, that's a lot. You got a burrow, a starting guy, burrow, who's you're trying to build his confidence. I, I'm a QB coach. I know these things. I always wanted the conservative Christian backup QB because I knew he's going to go to his Sunday school, play his guitar, and just chill out and trust in God and not bother me about starting. And that's what I mean. John, you John want why don't you ever talk about this in your statistical analysis about the, the conservative Christian elements? Backup QBs. I'll say yeah, this. I'll say, uh, 
Dalton hasn't been a backup in I think what 16 years? No, 15 years, 17 years. He hasn't hasn't been a backup since he was like first becoming a teenager. He started basically the last three years of high school, started for four years at TCU. Well, last year, three games, he was a backup. Started yeah. nine years in Cincinnati. He just became a backup in October of, uh, on his birthday in 2019. And that was for the first time since like the mid 2000s. And he had to So, regardless of what his beliefs, like there's still an ego that you build up being the guy for most of your life. So, I think it's a credit to Dalton to take on this new role because it's really the only role that he can get at this point. I think what John's saying is Dalton's going to be an even better Christian now, a true, sincere Christian, because he's going to be humbled. Sure. No? Yeah. yeah. No. So how yeah. can they, Yeah, so so which conservative Christians are still available, John? Like, just considering, you know... I don't think they put that on the uh, roster sheet, unfortunately. Okay. So, Let me ask you guys a question. Do you guys buy into this idea that we need uh, a veteran back, like a legit good back? No disrespect to Ryan Finley, but uh, like legitimately the Carson Wentz, they had Nick Foles, their season wasn't derailed. I don't buy into the idea that Burrow needs this mentor, but I do want our seat. Like I'm bought into the notion that we spend all this money. We have the best college quarterback. Like we're in a Super Bowl window. We're going to try to win this year, next year, year after that for the foreseeable future. Right. I would yeah, love to hear but, your but guys' opinion. I, I, I want to back up. Can I just, backup. Yeah, I want to back up. Speaking of backups, I want to back up yeah. Logie on this and say what makes Burrow different than a lot of other young QBs is that he's already reaching out for the mentorship. He's already talking to your well, There's patient. that. There's that. But, but let's, let's be honest. Uh, and John, I know John will want to say this. Uh, Logie, the Nick Foles type run is the exception. If you have a top quarterback, like Vance was playing at the MVP level, it's very rare that if he goes down, that team continue to click and you still cruise into the Super Bowl. So if, if Burrow goes down, we're screwed either way. So the backup is not going to be someone who we want to ever rely on. It's just not, you're not going to, you know, if, if there's someone who's even close to But enough, Cam Newton's literally sitting out there. No, Cam Newton. Cam Newton is a starting quality quarterback. Yeah. yeah. And is he willing to take the same deal, maybe a little bit more no. or whatever? Why? Why should he? That Andy Dalton just got. No. No. It would be really bad to get Cam as a backup. Too much drama. Why? I mean, is Burrow threatened by Cam Newton? Yes. No, but Cam Newton realizes that if he waits until the summer when there's injuries popping up, he can get an opportunity later to become a starter. He's not going to take a backup job now. Did you see that? I brain can't hit? hear anything. Uh, I can't hear anything John's saying. So I'm pretty sure. I'm, I wonder if Logie's lying about this. I, I don't believe you, Logie. I've done that move before, the I can't hear anything John's saying move. I, I will say, uh, I saw a comment about uh, Kaepernick, bringing in Kaepernick. Wouldn't that be exciting to bring in Kaepernick? But it's not going to happen, especially not at Cincinnati. Too much, uh, too controversial. I wish, I wish that we lived in such a world because Cap would be a great backup quarterback. Uh, but no, not on the Bengals and probably not in the NFL. No, Flacco wouldn't be bad. I don't. I don't think you would get too much trouble with Flacco because of the reasons that Daddy explained. Um, but the the whole discussion with backup quarterback. The reason why Jalen Hurts is a good pick for the Eagles is because Wentz has been proven to not be durable down the stretch. That's the whole. That's where Nick Foles' value became a thing. Not just because he won the Super Bowl, but because Carson Wentz couldn't be relied on to stay healthy. We don't know that for Joe Burrow. That's just projecting 
health issues for a quarterback that only got hurt, I think, a couple years ago. That's why he had to leave OSU in the first place. So if Joe Burrow proves that he can't stay healthy like a Carson Wentz, then, yeah, the value of a, of a good backup quarterback become, becomes a lot greater. But like Daddy has said, if you have to rely on your backup quarterback, odds are you're just going to fail every time. Yeah. Now, if they had cut Nick Foles instead of trading him, they could have gotten maybe him. Nick Foles is the reason why Andy Dolan's on a bear. Yeah. For whatever and, reason, for whatever reason, the Bears wanted Nick Foles to trade. They wanted Nick Foles for a fourth round pick more than they wanted Andy Dalton. And I just even even if yeah, with me, I just don't quite understand that. Yeah, I agree. Look at what Gibson Acoustics is saying. Man, I wish we could get AJ McCarron. By the way, AJ McCarron, Christian conservative QB, great backup, never caused drama ever. Yeah. You yeah. know, I, I'll say this. It almost seems like Hoji was setting us up for bringing in McCarran again. Well, you know, conservative Christian. It was a very slow and careful maneuvering to kind of wedge you into the corner. But yes, I think we, yeah. would, we could do worse than get an AJ McCarran. AJ and and may, I, may I add that just like we got rid of Dalton, I think our discussion got rid of Logie. I, he, I think he left the stream. Oh, is he back now? Hold on. Oh, he's back. Yeah, 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 I'm back. I, uh, you haven't given I, up yet. I left to you see if I can hear John now. John, can you say something? Uh, Logie is the best. Yeah. All right. Well, now, now he hears that, of course. The game is oh, over. I heard that. <laughs> sure. You Perfect. should have said Dalton is the best. He would have been able to hear that. Too. I'm clipping that audio, by the way, just so you know. <laughs> That's going to be his ringtone. It's the truth. No one's like Logie. Yeah, no one is like Logie in their defense of Dalton. I mean, let's be honest. You know, he, he's an apologist galore. I mean, his well, love for Dalton makes him think love, less of. Yeah, I love, I love Dalton for a couple of different reasons, and yeah, probably chief amongst them is the fact that I'm 33 years old. I've got young kids just like him. I'm a man of faith, and I wanted him to win a Super Bowl. Man, I, you know, I live vicariously through that. Um, I I was excited about trying to do this for i'm the type of person who i cheer for the players so i want the players to succeed i want aj green to win a super bowl with our team it 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 loses a little something if andy goes and does it with somebody else but more than all of that i'm also excited for this new generation of Bengals fans because joe burrow is not someone who i identify with but maybe john who's just coming out of college who's this guy who's young and, and, and uh, has a different personality. Yeah. Maybe he can identify with Joe Burrow more than, than I would. And I'm happy for those fans. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. So basically you know, you John realize... only supports Burrow because he's his age and you like Dalton because he's your no, age. You guys realize what Logie just did. He just made a yeah. case for himself to be. The yeah, exactly. Movie. Yeah. At the Cincinnati Bengals. He's spot. been doing it the whole, yeah. You know, but yeah. Logie, you brought up a good question. Logie could not... truck some defenders, by the way. But we, yeah, go ahead. I'm, I'm 300. I could, uh, you know. Oh, yeah. Not You're already wearing the jersey. You just got, you need the helmet. So look, uh, now here's the thing. You brought up AJ Green. And I've been wanting to hear the opinion of my, uh, opinions of my colleagues on what's going to happen here with, with the AJ Green and the Ross and a lot of stuff okay. is still up in the air. Very simple. Ross, we just denied his fifth year, is, is you know, uh, which, is, which was a bad move, in my opinion. John, you might disagree. I disagree. I think, I think his upside is way too high. We're not going to find someone like that anytime soon if he hit, meets his potential. I think we should have kept him. 
But this means with all the, the kind of bad taste in his mouth from these years in Cincinnati, he's gone. He's gone after yeah, this. Even, even, if, even if the Bengals want him back, even if he has a breakout year, 1,500 yards, 10 touchdowns, whatever, he's gone, which yeah. I don't like. So I don't what, like. What, what, don't did like. You, what did you think of Tyler Eifert's upside? I'm no, so that's glad different. You... That's different. No, it's that's not. Different. It's the same exact thing. It's the same thing. It's the it, it, it's. But Eifert, no. we gave him like seven. We kept giving him chances. The only, the only difference years. here is that Eifert's fifth year option was about seven, maybe eight million. Yeah. John Ross's fifth year option is sixteen million. So are, you gonna, okay. are, are you going to pay that for a guy that hasn't proven to stay healthy, even though he's no. got great talent? And we need that I space for that. the offensive line. Okay, so, look, John, yeah. are you saying that like Eifert, like there's still a chance that we do work out a contract with Ross, just no. not, um, just the, not the, for the money? The, that these was. are the scenarios. Either Ross plays the whole season and does well, and then the Bengals probably can't afford him at that point, or they don't want to pay him because they don't trust him. He can stay healthy beyond that. He stays healthy and stinks, and they let him go anyways. He has a similar season to 2019 where he plays about half the year and he does well, and then they bring him back on maybe like a one- or two-year deal. Or um, he gets hurt for the entire year, and then they just don't bring him back. So the odds of him being brought back are just minimal at this point because they're not going to extend him to any type of contract. They're going to let him play out his contract year. Hopefully they, he plays well and he can earn some money for another team. But the only way he comes back is if he gets hurt in some capacity, I would, I would think. I think the, the drafting of T. Higgins was the goodbye Goodbye. But there's different players. There's different players. John Ross is the X factor. John Ross is the guy who breaks the game open. And with a guy like Burrow who can improvise. I, I got to tell you, I, I, I think John Ross, he doesn't have the competitiveness or the drive of an Antonio Brown, but physically he can be that guy. But Daddy. I mean, this, this, no. I, I, I know, John, 16 million is a lot. But with the Bengals, I never, it's like, what are they going to do with their money? No, but hold on, Daddy. You're the one who's always saying, that John Ross never reached his full potential. He was showing Randy, flashes last year. I know. He had some amazing always, plays. I know. But you always said it was Andy Dalton's arm strength and right. issues, right? Right. right. Well, you got another QB that doesn't have great arm strength. No, so would, not, no, no, no. It wasn't, wasn't just arm strength. No. Andy Dalton, so many times John Ross was making a play, but it wasn't the play designed, and Andy Dalton couldn't do anything about it. Burrow is the exact opposite. Burrow can, Burrow can anticipate those things. He will throw Ross open. John, please. Daddy, for, for, that, yeah. for, that, for that logic, I would agree that it's smart to, to try to work out some type of a two-year extension for Ross yeah. this offseason. But that's not going to happen. So we have to work yeah, with what yeah. is going to happen. Yeah. Well, I hope we can bring him back. I, I just, John, I hope this. I hope that he's not so mad at us for the way we handled early. Because it was partly on him, too. He was going through some issues. So I just hope that he isn't negative toward our franchise. So if he has, let's say, you know, 800 yards, you know, five to ten touchdowns, he wants to come back. That's what I'm hoping. Get yeah. that money. Money is green. You can yeah. fold money, get as much of it as possible. No, I know. I'm saying I hope if he get the money, he the gets it from us. He's okay line. with getting it from us. We, we, we need a Look. big offensive line signing. We Look. need it. It's Everything, we're not going to do it. John knows. They, they like who they have, and they don't want to spend money on the offensive line too much. Look, please tell me that's not true, John. It's yeah. true. It's true. John, John, please. You broke yeah. my heart right It's here. almost 40 minutes. Almost 40 minutes. I just want to say about A.J. Green. A.J. Green is going to be back. They're going to hammer out a deal. That's very clear to me. All the signs are pointing towards that. I mean, they want him to be I around. I hope that he retires. I hope he retires a bangle. Oh, he will. He will. It'll be, it'll be at least three more years in the Bengals. John? I, I think it's going to happen until it happens. I think that's the assumption that we can make. Um, 
But at the end, like, we can make all these Larry Fitzgerald comparisons that we want, but it still has to happen. I think that's what we believe will happen. But until it does happen, that's just something that, you know, we just have to wait and see. Yeah. Look, I I will say that if the Ross deal falling through means that we can keep AJ Green and Joe Mixon, great. I I I think well, first of all we haven't talked about Joe Mixon. That's fine. The show's done. We're out of time. Joe Mixon underrated. Yes, he didn't have a great year last year, but you can't just go by that. There was a lot of weird stuff last year. So I just if we got to keep Green, man. Green is. The team's heart still, and a, a young rookie QB needs someone like an AJ Green, you know, someone with seasoned and and who can walk him through the ropes and all that. Yeah, I mean, I if, think, uh, yeah. Well, I was just gonna say, I was just gonna say, I, we're getting to the end of the show. Yeah, I I just wanted to to um, bring up some positivity if I can, Daddy. Is sure. this is this a good time for this? Oh, please. I just want to. Um, I just want to say that I'm proud of our fan base because I just saw where um, the AJ or the Andy and JJ Dalton Foundation, that's the foundation that uh, Andy Dalton and his wife run for special needs families and special needs children. And uh, when Buffalo donated all the money, they um, created a whole new wing uh, for children's entertainment wing in Buffalo. Um, And this is all the, the, as, as, uh, uh, Hoji says all part of the uh, nice Christian backup stuff, but uh, I just want to give um, a lot of thanks to everybody who donated. And when Andy left in 24 hours, they raised over $25,000, mostly in $14 donations. And uh, I'm just really proud of our fan base for helping um, special needs families and contributing to that. And hopefully, you know, he can uh, continue to do that anywhere that he goes I, I i amen to that and i can i say we don't know everybody who did donate we don't but we know one person who did not and that is the cheapest man alive daddyo that man doesn't donate to anything yeah come on you know, i feel like we're getting come we're getting on, off man. topic we're getting off topic but i'm that a big man, fan hold on hold on i'm a big fan of donations you don't that tip. is why i no you that is why tip. i started a patreon anybody who wants to donate and they want to know that their money is going is going to you know a good place. You okay? see how you used your beautiful. No, no, no. Because hold on. Let, me, let me explain. Let me explain. Because when you donate to our Patreon, okay, it can even be a dollar a month. On this show, we will talk about donating to other worthwhile causes. And oh we will promote we will those. Talk about, it is a way of donating to so many charities by donating to us. It is an investment in charity. Really? You're the kind of guy we got to hide our ventilator masks from. I don't even know if ventilators really work. There's actually the, the, the research is still yeah, yeah. He's going to tell us to drink bleach right now. I know this guy. I grew up with this guy. You know, you know I just feel like, yeah. anyways, we're getting off topic. But I want to close on, a, on, a, on a, I want to say congratulations to the Dallas Cowboys and their fans. Why? Because they have a guy who, if you put him in that, if you need someone to step in and play for you, Look, this guy, Dalton, people forget. They think he's broken. He's not. Bogie, I mean, you're going to love this. Early 2018, the first four games, he was fantastic. Do you remember? I mean, he was, he was looking better than even 2015, maybe. He went, they went 3-1. and one. He had a 107 or something QB rating most of the games. He was good. 
Last year, first game Seattle, he threw 400 something yards. I mean, he still showed flashes. He's 32, 33 years old. He Young has, man. he has, he has something left in the tank. Cowboys are going to be happy. His family's happy. He gets to go home, save money by not moving. Great situation. Congratulations to them. Congratulations to us that we have closure. We are happy. We have our quarterback. Everybody's happy. Any final uh, comments, guys? No. Let's let's close this puppy out. Okay. So for hey guys, I appreciate you having me on. We love you, man. We love you. The positivity. Yeah. Okay. So we'll see you next time. Keep so bringing now. it. Sweetie. Bye.